Thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not trying to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. From the top of my to head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We are so glad you're joining with us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We're having a good time. We have been studying on following the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he's always endeavoring to lead us into God's best. And he, he brings to us and imparts the wisdom of God. And he knows the mind of God for your life. Amen. And so the better we um, recognize and follow him, the sweeter life is, the easier life is, because we're not living by bumping into walls and say, oh, that's the wrong direction, bump into another wall. No, we can live accurately. Amen. Amen. And so one of the greatest privileges of every born-again believer is to have the indwelling presence of the Holy Ghost. He is the greater one on the inside. And I love that God, the Word describes Him as the greater one, meaning there's a lesser one that's not worthy of attention. Amen. Amen. And so He left heaven to dwell in the believer, making us His home. And uh, since He makes us His home, we want him to feel at home. We want to host him properly. And uh, we want to host him with honor, with courtesy, meaning we don't ignore him. We don't treat him as unimportant, but he is the honored uh, occupant of this temple. Amen. And so uh, we're learning. We've got, we've already uh, taught some episodes. We want you to go back and watch them because there's some things that we've said we don't want you to lose. Um, The Holy Spirit endeavors to lead every believer, but many times believers have not yet been taught to follow their spirits. And then Many, you know, you don't learn to follow your spirit overnight. You have to practice. You have to learn what does that look like. Amen. And so this is what some of the things we've been teaching about and we'll continue to teach on it for a while. Um, Our spiritual father, Dad Hagen, used to say this. If you can teach people to follow their spirits, you can help them in every arena of life. Now listen to that. Why? Because in your spirit is the answer for every arena of your life, whether it's a physical issue, whether it's a financial issue, a marital issue, something with parenting, something with business. The Holy Spirit is our answer giver. Amen. Amen. And he draws the answers from the word. Amen. Um, If you can teach people to follow their spirits, you can help them in every arena of life. As a pastor, it was not my job to lead people's lives. It was my job to feed them the word. It was my job to teach them 
the Holy Spirit, to teach them how to follow the Holy Spirit so that they weren't leaning on me, they were leaning on the Word and the Spirit. And um, throughout my pastorate, when people would come to me and they would have, I I did very little counseling because I did it from the pulpit. Uh If you'll listen, because I I endeavored to teach things that they need to live on every day. That's always been my purpose and my goal and the direction that I go is giving people something to live on every day to help them live successfully. So the bulk of my counseling was in that pulpit. And uh, there were times, though, that people were facing decisions that were crossroad decisions for their lives, and they would come and meet with me. And uh, one of the things I was cautious to not do is tell them what to do. What am I going to do? I point them back. What's what's your spirit? What is the Holy Ghost within you saying to you? Because if I can teach them to follow their spirit, the next time they need to know an answer, they've gained some skill. I'm not teaching them to lean on an individual. I'm not teaching them to run to somebody else to prop them up. It's not wrong to encourage someone and to even offer that help, but it's wrong to teach people to lean the wrong direction. Amen. And so that's always been my purpose. And if I can teach anyone who will listen how to follow your spirit, you're never without help. You're never without answers. You're never without clarity, wisdom, and direction. Amen. The Holy Spirit abides in us, but what He needs is our cooperation with Him. He cannot and will not lead us apart from our inviting Him to. He will not force Himself. So many times people will say, well, it just seems like God leads that person more than me. No, he's not leading you, leading someone more. That person is turning to him more. They're inviting him more. Amen. Um, If we will learn to follow the Holy Spirit, he will lead the sick into healing. He will lead those with financial problems into prosperity. He will lead marriage problems into peace. Amen. Why? Because he, he leads by the word. Know this, the Holy Spirit is, he is most interested in working with the word. And so he will always lead us in line with the word. And uh, that's what makes him a worthy guide. Amen. Um, We don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit by not permitting him to be in us who he came to be in us. He came to to be a helper. He came to lead and guide and teach. And we don't want to grieve him by not allowing him to be what he came to be. Amen. Amen. It does matter that um, he's welcomed. It does matter that he's welcomed. Amen. He is the divine genius within. We do not want to just keep living by our own intellect and our own ability when we had the divine genius available to us. Amen. Um, as I've said, as I said, I've endeavored to teach people to follow their spirits rather than to lean on someone else because someone else may not always be there. What you're going to do in the middle of the night when no one else is accessible to you. Amen. At times of opposition, difficulty and testing, um, there may not be the the right person there with the right answer in their mouth. 
but the Holy Spirit always imparts the right answer. Always, always, always. Um, because he is the ever-present helper on the inside, that means you have help all the time. Not just seasonally, not just periodically, not just during church, all the time. You had divine help. The more aware we are of him, the more we yield to him, the more we recognize his moving and what he's saying to us, the more help we'll receive from him. Turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles. Let's go to John chapter 16. John chapter 16 and verse 7. And of course, before Jesus was crucified, this is what he said to his disciples. He said, it is expedient, or that word expedient means advantageous. It's to your advantage. It's expedient for you that I go away. Now, wait a minute. If I were a disciple following Jesus, I'd go, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. No, I'd rather have you here. It's not, it doesn't seem like it's better to me that you go. But Jesus said, it is better. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Amen. Amen. So what does this mean, this word expedient? It's to your advantage. That means when we follow the Holy Spirit, we have the advantage. As the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit, we have an advantage. Now let's use our advantage. Let's lean to our advantage. Amen. Um, He gives us the advantage by giving us God's mind for us. He imparts the wisdom of God. He will direct us based on God's plan for our life. And he helps us to know, brings us into, makes clear to us God's mind for us. That gives us an advantage over the devil, over situations, over opposition. Um, When my husband went home to be with the Lord, um, there were eight major projects that we needed to finish. They were projects that I had no no part in while my husband was here because he handled the business side of the ministry. So I stepped into these midstream. You feel a bit at a disadvantage just naturally by not having been in on this all the way along, right? But not only that, I, I'm, I'm reminded of one um, conference call that I had. There was a, tra- a business transaction that I was endeavoring to make. And uh, we could not come in agreement mm-hmm. on how that was going to be carried out. Mm-hmm. They had their lawyer on the phone. I didn't have a lawyer on the phone. They had multiple people giving them counsel, business advisors on this conference call. I had me, and there was one other minister that was basically there for me. And just say, naturally, the deck was stacked against me. And they were trying to... um, Well, they were proposing things that were to my disadvantage. And I recognized, mm, mm, I, I, I was born at night, but not last night. <laughs> you know, I got a little bit more of life under my belt than that. 
But I know this, in business, there are times when there's maybe some give and take, right? right. I mean, you, you work with that setting because you can demand that something be your way and end up thinking you won when really you, you ruined the whole deal. Just because you got your way. I don't want, I didn't want to ruin this entire transaction just by demanding something. I realize, you know, being bullheaded doesn't uh, always work to your advantage. So I would felt if I could say this dogpiled. And I had in my heart what seemed, it, God hadn't said anything to me. It just, there is a certain direction with this transaction that it, this transaction needs to take. And it, I just seem, it just seems to me that's the direction to take, but yet they're endeavoring to go a whole different direction with this. So in the middle of the conference call, lawyers on the phone, everything else, I said, I need to step away for a moment. I walked away from that conference call. I went into a private office and I said, Holy Spirit, I said, I'll do what needs to be done. I'm not going to go in there and be demanding about my way, but I just need to know your mind on this. And I said, in my heart, it seems like I should not be giving them the things they're demanding. Not because I'm just trying to win. It just doesn't seem like that's the right direction. And I said, but I'm, I, I look to your genius. You know, the, you know both sides of this. You know the, the entire picture and the entire scope of this. So I just want to, I just, I want to make sure that what I'm sensing is what you're leading me in. And he said these words to me, don't give him a thing. I go... Got it. It wasn't about me winning my way. I had the advantage now. Why? Because now I know what the Spirit said. I know His mind on this situation. This is what Jesus said. He said, it's expedient. It's to your advantage that I go away. Why? Because when I go away, I'll send the comforter. I will send the helper. I will send the guide. I will send the teacher. Listen, this was my first rodeo in that sense. It wasn't the Holy Ghost's first rodeo. (laughs) Amen. I'm bringing his experience to the table. I'm bringing his expertise. I'm bringing his genius. I'm not just counting on my own. And so I walked back in there. And now, uh, even though there there were more schooled people on their side, their lawyers and everything. And I didn't have in myself that kind of an education. I came back in with the advantage. Why? Because I knew the mind of the Holy Ghost on this, which is what? The mind of the Father. And I walked in and I said, this is what I need to, um, this is, this is the, the, the terms and this is, this, is what I'll be, this is what I'll be sticking to. And it played out exactly the way the Holy Ghost said. Now, don't misunderstand me. There was a little bit of pushback, but when you have, when you know how he's leading, it doesn't matter who's pushing, who's shoving, and how it looks like it's going, you have the advantage. Because even though when things look like they're going the wrong direction, when you know what the Spirit said, you know the outcome. And that's the advantage, knowing the the divine genius, his guidance. Amen. Amen. So the more we can recognize how the Spirit leads, 
the more the divine genius will lead us into success. If we, we never followed the spirit and failed. That's right. No, no one ever did. That's right. Amen. Amen. He only leads into success because there is no failure in his flow. That's right. Amen. So to have the Holy Spirit in you, which you have if you're born again, um, you have the advantage. You have the advantage. Now pay attention to the one who gives you the advantage. Amen. Listen to him. One of the greatest things to know in life is what to do. Yes. See, in that situation, I needed to know what to do. Yes. And uh, when you're faced with situations, you need to know what to do. Yes. And uh, we can calculate in our own heads what we think ought to be done, but when we calculate, the only fa- things we can factor in is what we know. Right. But when the Holy Spirit counsels, he factors in everything. Yes. He knows so much more. He knows the future that we haven't arrived at. He knows it. You tell, you talk about advantage, baby. That's advantage. Amen. Amen. He, he makes known to us the mind of God for our lives and for every situation that arises in life. So take, take your time every day to look to him on the circumstances, the daily issues of life. And listen, it doesn't take long labored hours of prayer to learn how he's leading. You can know in a moment, you can know in a moment, he will bear witness with you and you'll know exactly which direction to go in a moment. But we have to practice. We have to know what that leading is like. And we're going to talk about these things coming up. So you don't want to miss some of this because we're going to get more detailed. Uh, right now, I'm just talking to you about the importance of following the Holy Spirit. But we're going to get down into the, the nuts and bolts of uh, what that is like. Amen. Um, on one occasion, Jesus appeared to Dad Hagen and he made this statement. If you learn to follow my spirit, I'll make you rich. Then he went on to say this. I'm not opposed to my people being rich. Now, what's rich mean? Full supply. Full supply, never without. More than enough so you can be a blessing to someone else too. So Jesus said, if you learn to follow my spirit, I will make you rich. Then he said, I'm not opposed to my people being rich. I'm opposed to them being covetous. Meaning I'm opposed to money occupying the wrong place in their affections. Right? So look at this word. If following the spirit will make someone rich financially, wouldn't it make you, your family rich? Wouldn't it make your relationships rich? Wouldn't it make your children's uh, future rich? Wouldn't it make your health rich? Certainly. Meaning this, when the Holy Spirit is followed, he enriches everything. Every arena is enriched. Amen. You know, you can work by the sweat of your brow, the labor of your hands and get a certain amount of increase, but it will subtract from other arenas. Many times people have enriched themselves financially, but they had to rob from their spiritual life. They had to rob from serving in their local church. They had to rob from time with their family. They had to rob from proper rest. And so they had to rob from some arena to increase themselves. But when God increases you, every arena is enriched. Every arena is elevated. God does not have to steal from one arena to supply another. Amen. 
But notice what Jesus said in this situation. He said, if you learn to follow my spirit. Ah, it's conditional. What's the condition? We have to learn to follow the Holy Spirit. Our blessing is connected to how well we know the Holy Spirit and how well we follow the leading of the Spirit. Um, I love what one pastor said. God planned it. Jesus purchased it and the Holy Spirit leads us into it. God planned our victory. God planned our inheritance. Jesus purchased our victory, purchased our inheritance, but it's the Holy Spirit who leads us into the enjoyment and the fulfillment of that in our everyday life. They each have their part. It's not enough to know God provided it. We have to know how to be a partaker of it and the Holy Spirit will lead us into the fullness of what's been provided for us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Without the help of the Spirit, we won't, we will not experience the kind of uh, victory that's already been purchased, even though it's purchased. Amen. Um, The emphasis of the New Testament believer is this, life in the Spirit. What I, I want to quote to you just real quickly, and we'll not take time to read the passages, but I'll quote them to you. Ephesians 5 verse 18 says, be filled with the Spirit. Yes. Now he's talking to the New, New, the New Testament believer. Be filled with the Spirit. So meaning this, there are measures that are available. We can be less than full or we can be filled. Uh, 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 15 says, pray with the Spirit. I will pray with the Spirit. I will pray with the understanding. So there again, that is a description of the New Testament believer. Then uh, we're told sing with the Spirit. Uh Amen. Amen. Galatians 5 verse 16, verse 25. These say walk in the Spirit. When it says walk in the Spirit, what's it mean? It means your manner of daily life. It's the way we walk out our lives every day. Walk in the Spirit. Since God, the Holy Ghost, dwells in us, it gives us the advantage in every way as long as we're walking in the Spirit. Now, what's it mean to walk in the Spirit? It does not mean to have a spooky tone. The Lord loves you. I'm not mocking and I'm saying that's, that doesn't equal spirituality. The way something is said. Now, don't misunderstand me. Sometimes when you pray and the Spirit comes on you, you may say things in a very unique way. But I'm saying it's nothing we have to put on and try to sound to portray ourselves as being deep. <laughs> I've gotten the privilege of being around some of God's generals in my years of of ministry. And the one thing I so appreciated is they were so normal. They they lived supernatural lives normally. And I I don't know a a, a different way to say that, but they weren't odd. They weren't, they didn't go around speaking in scripture and verse, yet the word governed how they spoke. They just, they carried on conversations just normally, but their standard was the word. 
So when the word tells us to walk in the spirit, be filled with the spirit, what does it mean to walk in the spirit? It means walk being dominated by the spirit man. Therefore, you're dominated by the spirit within your spirit. The Holy Spirit is in your spirit. You're letting that feature of your life take the lead. We are a spirit being. We have a soul which is made up of our mind, Mm -hmm. will, and emotions, Mm -hmm. and we live in a body. But we're not to be body dominated. We're not to be soul dominated. We're to be spirit dominated. That means we let our spirit take the lead. Why? Because our spirit is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, he is given the lead in our life through us following our spirits. Amen. Amen. So uh, we have to practice that. We have to practice uh, the spirit of man. Mm -hmm. We follow what is our spirit leading us to do? What is our spirit uh, prompting us to do? Mm -hmm. Be mindful that there's more than your mind to draw on. Be aware there's more than your intellect to draw on. You have a divine genius in you to turn to and to draw on. And it will benefit you to do that. It will give you the advantage in life. Um, When you were born again, the Holy Spirit imparted to your spirit all nine fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, temperance, meekness, all these things. They are not just feelings, they're forces. They are absolutely so powerful in their flow. They're in you. When you're walking in the Spirit, those fruits of the Spirit are, if I could say this, dominating you. You're leaning to the love. You're leaning to the peace. You're leaning to the joy that's on the inside of you. You're letting them have their flow in your life. That's walking in the Spirit too. All of that is. Amen. Uh, Life in the spirit doesn't just mean you're praying in tongues all the time. Listen, pray in tongues as much as you can. Absolutely take advantage of that. But it doesn't, if people pray in tongues, but they refuse to walk in the fruit of love, they're not walking in the spirit. They might pray a lot in the spirit. They might sing a lot in the spirit. But if we're not, if we're not uh, being governed by joy and peace in our life, we're missing the walk of the spirit. Amen. It's all of these things. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we've been teaching out of our book called Following the Holy Spirit, and we want you to get your copy of it. You can go to our website at defrainministries.org, place your order, let us know you want one, and we'll get it right into your hands. You don't want to miss upcoming episodes. We have just scratched the surface, and there's so much to learn. But until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Romans 8.14, God gives His children the promise that He will lead them by His Spirit, so we have a right to expect to be led. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Defrain Ministries Miracle Crusade in Ontario, Canada. 
at Promise of Life Church, August 27th through the 31st. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. Come expecting miracles. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. But many Christians don't recognize these visitations. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.